Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 15 of Jaeger Live. Today, I wanted to talk about the uh, coronavirus epidemic, and I'm going to talk about how to deal with things when you're a larger family. So let's get into it. Okay, so there's tons going on about the coronavirus. We're learning about where it's coming from, the origins, what it actually, how it actually affects people. Um, as of right now, California is on a like a shelter law or something. Basically, staying in the house, don't going out unless you have to, and only going out for things that you you know your essentials like you know going to the pharmacy or the grocery store, which are all packed, by the way. With people, not with product. I think that there is some. I'm, you know, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but I think that people are need to be cautious about what's going on. I think people need to take more precautions than they are, and I'm seeing a lot of people still out and about, and I think that's kind of reckless for people because we don't really. We don't know 100%. And so it's really, you know, just by playing it safe. If someone, if they're saying, hey, stay inside, then just stay inside. Like, you can find other ways to, you know, to get what you need. So I wanted to kind of talk about that today, about how we can stay inside, still be productive, still feel like we're getting shit done, still feel like uh, we're not going to kill ourselves or anybody else uh, because we're going crazy with, you know, getting stir crazy, staying in ha- indoors. So to start it all off, like what to do, what, you know, we're stuck against, basically against our will to be inside. We're stuck in the house. We have, for those that have big families, like I do, um, the house isn't small by any means, but it's not big. I can't just send my kids off to, you know, the East wing. There's, you got to be kind of creative with what you're doing at home, because if you, can't find a way to adjust, then, you know, you're going to go crazy. You're going to get angry. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to get more vulnerable or uh, irritable with your kids. And it's just irritable with your spouse. So it's a slippery slope. And to stay on top of it, um, I've come up with a few things. I've also seen a lot of people do these things, uh, certain things that I've drawn from, drawn inspiration from, because I think that it's a good idea to share your thoughts to how to, you know, stay on top of this. So number one, I think is very important. Stay organized. Don't let the chaos of everything that's going on outside disrupt what's going on inside. Your house is your fortress. Your house is your castle. Keep it running the way it's always been run. Don't let this kind of, I know the kids are out of school. I know that they're home 24 seven now. For me, I have a 12-year-old son, so he's eating all the time. You know, he's a growing boy, so it is what it is. But don't let the chaos come into the house. Keep it outside. So the biggest thing is staying organized. To-do lists. I think to-do lists for the kids are phenomenal resource because in this time where they have all this free time and they have all this time to 
get stir crazy, keeping them focused on things and keeping that routine and that discipline is going to make the day go by better. It's going to make them feel more accomplished and they're not going to have all this sitting around and, you know, just watching TV and vegging out. They need to be stimulated. They need to have things that they know they need to get done. They have that responsibility to get things done and it gives them something to do. To, to piggyback off of that, two kid, two of my kids are still doing schoolwork. There's the Khan Academy that offers the free schoolwork. So my son's doing his schoolwork. He does two hours a day of schoolwork, which includes uh, English and social studies and uh, science. So he does two hours a day of that. Then he'll do an hour of either it's, – it splits up. Because I have him journaling now and I have him reading. So he can like read for 45 minutes and journal for 15 minutes. Or he can journal for 33 minutes. You know what I mean? Like It doesn't matter. He gets that hour to do what he wants. But he has to accomplish both in that time. My daughter, she does her, her Khan Academy for you know preschoolers and things of that nature. And then she's able to have some free time to do things afterwards, uh, but also chores get done before everything happens and schoolwork, schoolwork gets done before anything else can happen. So if they want to play, they want to watch TV, they want to play video games, they want to go outside uh, in the backyard and play, all that stuff has to get done first. So again, you know, setting those standards of how the house is going to be run, because a lot of the thing is, is keeping your kids calm is helps you keep you calm. And if you feel like your kids are getting out of control, then you can get out of control easier. So, like I said, keeping the chaos outside of the house is the main priority. If you're at home, I do... This is one thing that I'm kind of on the fence about because they're saying that outdoor activity is okay, uh, just not in, like, groups. So if you went to, like, a park, like, basically don't go to parks. Because, you know, a lot of people will come together there. You know, you got to keep your social distancing. But uh, for the larger families out there, for my larger families, if you guys are in a home, not in apartments, but if you're in a home, um, let them go out in the backyard. I let them go out in the backyard. They have a little play set. They have a trampoline. Get some energy out. Get some fresh air. We do. We also like to open up the house during the day. Get all that fresh air in there. Um because we're trying to, again, normalize as much at-home stuff as we can. And so letting them get out, let them play with the dogs, let them run around is, is good for them. There's not much movement going on in the house. There's only so many square feet to a house. There's only so much you can do in the house. So letting them go out there, let them play in the garage a little bit. Still getting outside, but not getting around a bunch of people. I definitely suggest some sort of outdoor activity that you can do and um, some sort of outdoor time, like set a time limit on it. Obviously, you know, use your best judgment. One of the big things that I think that is being, uh, that has become a big concern for a lot of people, and this is huge for big families because let's say you have one kid, maybe even two kids. Not that big of a deal, right? You know, you buy food for that 
child, you buy that food for maybe those two children. But once you start getting into the three, four, fives, you know, like I have, then it starts to become a little bit more scary. It's a little bit more intimidating when people go out and get crazy with shopping. And so my suggestion to everybody listening is be stocked, get your house stocked, but don't get ridiculous because there is enough food to go around. There is enough supplies to go around. But if you become selfish and ridiculous and you know start hoarding all this shit, there's no reason for it. There's no reason for it. There's plenty, like I said, there's plenty to go around. So I think that keeping the house stocked is, again, keeping that normalcy for the family. And it also takes a little bit of pressure off of the parents, uh, that anxiety that builds up when you're, you don't have food in the house. Like for us, you know, there's six, seven people in the house. That is a lot of people. That is a lot of food. That is a lot of uh, eating that goes on. And what happens when you're home all the time and you're fucking bored all the time? What do you do? You sit and you eat. So it just makes it even worse. Um, but again, all going back to routines, keeping snack times, keeping meal times, not actually having, you know, just sitting watching TV and eating snacks all day is it's huge because it's keeping that normalcy to what you're doing. So one thing that I think is really overlooked for big families is the parents. Everybody's concerned about the children as they should be. They should concern themselves with the children. But I think to be more effective and more, um, what's the word? Be a stronger parent. You have to take care of yourself as well. You have to look out for yourself as well. Because yes, you can, um, you can take care of the kids and you can do a great job at that, but you can still become overwhelmed yourself. You can still get anxiety. You can still have fear and not be able to function to your best degree. So I have a couple little tips and tricks that I think will be really beneficial if you are maybe getting into that point where you're getting a little anxious or you're getting a little nervous or fearful or whatever it is, some things that kind of balance that out for you with Adults with parents with whatever, you know, our minds are racing a mile a minute. Tons of things going through our head, doubts, fears, confusion, whatever it is, it's all going through our head all the time. And, uh, you know, as a parent, it makes it even worse because now not only do you fear for your own uh, well-being, now you have children to worry about as well and a household to run. So it makes it even that more uh, involved and that more... Uh, Frustrating. So a couple of things that I'm trying to implement, things that I'm trying to keep so I can keep this, uh, this balance in the house is I'm trying to stay organized as well. I'm trying to get organized because if I'm out of control with my schedule or everything else, then everything starts to pile up for me. It's just for me, it's business as usual. I wake up, I do things, I take care of business, I get on the computer, I do my work, um, you know, I'm on here, I'm recording the podcast, I'm trying to keep a, that level of normalcy, and I'm trying to keep a, um, a degree of busyness as well, because 
if you don't have that sense of urgency of what you're doing at home, you get, what do you do? You sit around, you think some more. So to stay active, keeping active, not only with doing your chores, because, you know, us parents, we have chores too, but I think getting physical in some way, you know, there's all the gyms are closed here in California. And so if you can't get to the gym, work with what you can at home, stay active at home, have a little workout program that you do and, you know, weights, resistance bands, push-ups, crunches, whatever it can be, utilize it. Even if, I don't know, some people have treadmills and, and stationary bikes and shit like that. Like get your blood pumping, get you, get your mind or get your body and your mind out of that state, that state of fear and scarcity. Get away from that idea because it's only going to cause more problems. And like I said, you can't be an effective parent and you can't be an effective person if you're just overwhelmed by all these uh, things that are going on outside. Number two, I think is fucking huge. Stay off social media. I know that it's so easy to just sit on your phone, sit on, on the couch and be like scrolling through this and finding out this and there's one thing about staying informed. I think you should stay informed. I think you should be on top of things. But also take that and leave it. Don't just keep reading and keep, oh, they just found 10 more. They just did this or this is just happening. Oh, no, this is happening. Like it, it's such a – it's good and bad. I think social media is good and bad because it, it helps you to stay informed. It's more uh, – the information is more easily accessible, but it's also more damaging because they're always updating. They're always pushing something else out there. They're always – and what is news? News is bad news. Most of the time, they just want that's, – that's what sells. So, of course, they're going to push out more bad news. So just be weary of social media. I mean, you know, scroll through, find some funny things. I found a little funny tweet that I share with my wife, and we had a fucking laugh over it. But don't get so caught up in social media. Don't get so caught up in the news. Kind of let that stuff go for right now. Let it sit aside. Stay in, Like I said, stay informed, but don't overwhelm yourself with all the information that's out there. It's going to overwhelm you. Like, it doesn't matter who you are, how mentally tough you are, and all this crap. It's going to overwhelm you. So just avoid it. Just put the phone down. Find something else to do. A couple of things that I'm starting to do, and it, it's really crazy because when we first got all into this coronavirus thing, you know, I told my kids, you know, you're going to be out of school. You're going to have all this free time, but take this time to learn something that you want to learn. Pick, I told my son, I said, pick three things that you've always wanted to learn that has nothing to do with school or anything like that. Pick something that interests you and let's get on the, uh, let's get on YouTube and let's check it out. Let's get on uh, Google and we'll Google it and see what we have to do. So that's something that I've actually thought I was thinking about it. And I was like, well, why don't I do the same thing? So I think that pick something that always interests you, uh, you know, like quilting or crafts or journaling, meditation, um, pick up a, an instrument. Find for me, like this is crazy. Three, maybe three, four days ago. And maybe it's probably last week, but for the first time I opened Duolingo 
and, uh, in months. I haven't opened that app in months. And for those who don't know what it is, uh, it's a language learning app. So I'm going to start learning Italian. It's, you know, things like that that are stimulating your mind that are bringing relief. Meditation and journaling are huge stress relievers. They're huge. Working out, huge stress relievers. Keeping your mind active as well as keeping your body active is going to go a long way. It's going to go, it's going to take you through this with, with better ease. So I hope that everyone is staying safe. I hope everyone is being smart about things. I hope that you guys are really trying to take this in stride and not get overwhelmed. I know it happens. I know overwhelm happens. I know anxiety sets in. Especially for my parents out there, I get it. Um, I've been having to try and keep a level head through this whole thing, mainly because I I don't like to get up into the hype, but just because you have to be, there has to be uh, someone that can be the strong, not the stronger one. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like you're you're a team, and if one of your if you know that your spouse is more tendent has a better tendency to kind of freak out about things. You kind of have to be the one that keeps the level head. Just like with me and my wife, like I'm not a morning person. So my wife had to be a morning person. It's one of those things where as a partner, you know, you need to be the yin to the yang. You need to have that opposite to balance each other out. And it's super important. I think that having your time with your spouse Take that time. Take it seriously. Um, just enjoy this time that you're home with your family. I know it sounds weird because you're stuck with your family, kind of, uh, but soak this up. For me, you know, I missed years and years because I was off working and everything. A lot of people are home and they get to be with their families. Be grateful for that in a weird way. Be grateful for that that time that you're having right now. You're able to see things like my youngest. She's just starting to walk. It's freaking crazy. She's just starting to take steps and I'm here for it and I get to enjoy it and I get to share it with my wife and and my kids and this all these things are happening internally in the house and they're great and they're positive. So I just encourage you guys to be positive. Stay positive with this. Try and find the things that you can be grateful for about this instead of stressing out and worrying about all the negative. I hope this was helpful. I hope you guys got some tips. I hope that um, maybe you can try some of these out and keep everything going with you at home and keep the kids positive, keeping you positive. And I hope everybody's safe. And I'll talk to you next time. (music) 